Grace and peace, family. Welcome to um, our latest episode of The Watchman's Alert. I am the Watchman, Apostle Kayam Shepherd. Um, I'm glad to be here today. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, it's a great day to be alive. It's good to be seen and not viewed. And so, um, I have a guest coming on today, um, my friend and my brother, Pastor Corey Jenkins. Um, I'm waiting for him to log on. So while I'm waiting for him, um, I'm going to do a little housekeeping. Um, uh, November the 22nd, um, our ministry, Sons of Issachar Ministry, will be... Um, taking the opportunity, we have a an opportunity um, to meet a need of 20 families, uh, working families, um, that um, some single parents that have a need, no, they're not on public assistance. You know how, I don't know if some of you know, but how you can um, uh, make maybe $5 too much uh, to receive any type of help. And so what we want to do, we want to lighten the load. And uh, we have 20 families, targeted families, who want to provide 20 Thanksgiving food boxes. And if you see this as, a, as an opportunity, if you're like me, you understand that the Bible says that he that lendeth to the poor lendeth to the Lord. And so um, if you're like me, you see things like this as an opportunity and you want to take part. So if you desire and you see this as an opportunity, um, come on and, and, and tap in. And if you, if you want to donate, uh, you can donate by way of our cash app, dollar sign SOI give, dollar sign SOI give, or you can go to our website, www.soiministries.com slash give and use the outreach option. Uh, thank you. Your, your gifts are tax deductible. They will uh, be greatly appreciated. You will bless somebody. Uh, you are somebody's miracle. And so we're still waiting on Pastor Corey to come into the... into the... into the video. Waiting on you. I don't know where he is. He's trying to lock on. Today we're talking about, um, seeing the title, Is the Hope for This Generation of Young Black Kids? Um, there's a crisis in our community. One thing we want to talk about is um, this violence, uh, specifically this gun violence that is ravaging 
our communities, not just here locally, but we're talking about trans locally. We're talking about all over the landscape. And um, I was uh, looking at some things happening in my place of birth, Philadelphia, which is now leading the nation in homicides. And it's mostly, I would say 90% African-American kids. They're kids, 16, 17, uh, 15, 14, shooters. Um, and this generation of kids is different from anything I've ever seen. Me having been a part of the street culture at one time. Um, as, what is his passport? Screen. Pastor. Hey, hey, I'm on. Yes, sir. All right. You're, you're, you're in the building. Try to get my angles right. All right, and I'm gonna take this this logo off the top of the screen so we can see you real good. Okay. Right. We got you. All right. So, so I, I, I was giving a little um, introduction on what we were going to be talking about, and I was. Um, uh, how, you you want to introduce yourself? Hello, everyone. Pastor Corey Jenkins, Big Old City, Kenton, North Carolina, St. Mark, and um, you know, it's been been up in the fields with Apostle K for many years and getting our feet wet and dirty at the same time. So this ain't new to us. Amen. Yeah, it's not new to us. I remember um, me and Corey, before we were ever ordained anything, uh, we were on the street corners late. We did midnight ministry. We would never go out by ourselves. Uh, I would go if he couldn't go, he wouldn't go if I couldn't go, but we would be out on the dope corner. Um, not out preaching to people, but out praying for people, leading people to Christ, and just love people. Uh, we didn't have a Bible in our hands, just out um, showing the love of Jesus. And it was effective for a season when that season was up, you know, time was up. Um, but nevertheless, um, my brother pastors a church right in the apex, right in the center of um, a neighborhood that has been known. I don't, I want to say a neighborhood that has opportunity. Uh, I learned uh, when I was a manager at Walmart not to call things problems, but to call them opportunities. So there's opportunities um, for better. There's opportunities growth opportunities uh, to, to assist people uh, and, and so yeah, when dealing with people you got to be careful careful with wording uh, yeah. not help but assist people in their journey toward uh, just being better people like we all have needed I know I, I can right. myself and I know you can too brother uh, but I was talking about how this generation, me coming from, and you too, from a street culture where I have you know, been there, I, I, I bust those guns, I've I sold dope, I've been incarcerated. 
And so I might be what you might call an OG, what they call me. And so I can go on the block, any block in Houston right now, I can walk through the hood and, um, you know, what fear. But one thing I'm noticing that's different from some years ago, I don't know these little boys out there now. They don't respect. They used to say, well, you OGs, go out there and talk to these kids. And, you know, they'll respect you and tell them, you know, you've been where they've been and you can talk to them. But not these, not this generation kids. Um, they respect the gun. And uh, I was telling Corey, I was looking at Philly is now leading the nation in homicides. And uh, the kids, like, it's a glory, big glory going to what we call in Philly State Road. State Road is where it sends you before you, that's the next step to going to Bradford, which is the big, big house. And um, I don't know, I know there are churches in Philly, a lot of churches, but Philly in the black community is predominantly a Muslim city, Sunni, mm-hmm. not nation of Islam, but Sunni. And so it's nothing to be Philadelphia, uh, in North Philly, Germantown, West Philly, South Philly, to see a lot of black guys, Americans, in uh, the full, uh, white um, mm. robes and the garb, you know, beard. Mostly all black men have the long beard. So, you know, that's a culture in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, I, I know back in the 70s, they had a very violent, they had a temple there called Temple 12. And there was a very violent, violent faction of men that came out of Temple 12 who were known as the Philadelphia Black Mafia. And they started an organization called Black Brothers Incorporated. Mm -hmm. But they were ruthless. I mean, ruthless. And um, their nephews and and became the Junior Black Mafia, the JBN. And that whole culture has has had a trickle-down effect to these kids now. But even when we look around, I notice here in Kinston, there's a section in Philly uh, uh, in Kensington Kensington called the back blocks, where it's just so it's so it's so drug fested that people from Maryland and different cities uh, they go there and then they get they they the ex converge there and then they start living there. They're living all over the streets. It's it's a lot of heroin, a lot of um, opioids, and and it's it's a lot of violence, a lot of suicides, a lot of overdoses. It's, it's it's a big side, huge Carter, New Jack City Carter. And they got the back blocks. And I noticed here in Kinston, in the section of Kinston, up by teachers, they call it Teacher Memorial. They call the young boys call that the back blocks. And uh, they're doing some of the same things up there. <sighs> Looking at the violence in you know, just uh, lost a, a very dear brother. Uh, he was your deacon, uh, very close to, very close. Uh, we lost him to senseless, a senseless um, attack. Um, and I'm not gonna go into it, but it was sense, something that didn't have anything just in the wrong place, 
uh, no fault of his own, um, just taking this one to work and stop the stop sign. Something you would see in a movie. And I, I just am still amazed to see that happening here in a small town. Um, our communities are in a crisis. And I guess my question is, is there hope for this generation of young black kids? I listen to, from time to time, I tap into the music that they're listening to. And it's, it's, it's so suggestive of, it's, it's a recurring thing killing each other, rape and degradation of black men, um, <clears throat> same-sex attraction, um, drug use, uh, everything from, of course, you know, marijuana, that's, that's the thing of the day now, but now it's uh, popping Percets, mm -hmm. Zan, uh, Zannies, um, you name it. Um, yeah. Down on the ops. You know what? Three in this game. What? What? Get, get some news to that, brother. And and you know we we always can reflect back to how we grew up and and those those um, the exhaustive list that you gave of what's going on today. It was going on back then, but we was we, it was one of one or two of those things that any one person was doing at one time. Now everybody doing all of it wrapped up in one. It's like a, uh, you got, you know how you stack a sandwich? Uh -huh. and you ingredients and you stack it and you eat that sandwich. Back then we just had the bologna or bologna and cheese, but now they, they, they got the double stack, cheese, lettuce, everything. And all those things you named, this generation now has, has no, there's no limit to it and it, it they just do it they just do it no explanation and it ain't even this what's sad it is really not about peer pressure it's what they think they have to do and so uh it is the mindset that we are really battling you know mm -hmm. and uh and, and the the loss of hope and uh growing up we had hope we, we, we saw it we saw some some things yeah. It's like they do some things. However, uh, our our thing was, yeah, I see this, but that's not gonna be me, or I'm a, I'm gonna get out of this. But now, it's the end thing. It's the thing to do now is to have that sin sandwich, if you will, and just consume it because there's no limit to there's no limit to what uh, these these young brothers and sisters will do you know and it ain't about like i said we used to have to be pressured into it a little bit you know or if we deny we won't look down upon if we said nah man everybody be like okay well but now it is the uh it is the part of life if, if you're gonna be here so it sucks life out of you it sucks hope out of you because it, it goes you go deeper there's no we don't get no redos d days like we did in our day and so um that's right the window is is about that wide now, and it's closing, closing quicker. You know, um, lifespan and all that, and, and processing information. 
you know, after 15 tragic events in my life, now I'm thinking about changing. Whereas mm. back then, one tragic event and I got to do something better. I, I got to move it auntie up north or go 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 out west somewhere to 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 shift my trajectory. Now these as soon as they come out of the womb, the trajectory is quickly going south, as if you will, for, for lack of a better word. But uh, what we, you know, not offering, we can't offer a solution. We can offer help that they see that this don't have to be like that. What, explain what you mean by help that they see. And, and before you explain it, I'm with you because I remember uh, when, when I was a little boy, we loved comics. We loved yeah. the comic books. We used yeah. the comic books. And there was a store um, that we used to go to, to um neighborhood store. And I remember, I'll never forget, I, I, I might have been seven or eight. And mm -hmm. I walked to the store and um, Got a comic book, came out, and there was a man. Um, he was he was confronting the man that owned the store, and he said, "I told you about getting in my business." And he pulled out a pistol and shot him. Me being a child, couldn't couldn't uh, process. I couldn't process what was really happening. So me being a little boy, I run up to the man and say, shoot me, shoot me, because I'm used to, you know, cows and Indians, cops and robbers. So I'm thinking in my child's mind that it's a game. And so the man just looked at me and just turned around and walked when he got in his car. And um, he got prosecuted. Um, he killed the guy. So I witnessed the murder at about seven years old, but it never affected me. I don't know why. Because I never processed it as a murder at that time. I think that's why it didn't have a really effect on them now. And so you're right. And then as to the point you brought about this stuff was happening then, that was a guy, man. I remember this guy. We called him Big. His name was Franklin Kelly. He, he's in he's in prison now, doing life. But we called him Beanie Kelly. And man, this dude was the most evil dude. I, he scared me. Man, he was running around knocking people out, beating folk for no reason. And after I left home, I found uh, through some mutual friends, some friends from home, that he actually murdered this guy who I knew who was never a threat to anybody. And he just murdered him, just killed him for nothing. You know, so as to what you were saying, that really is true, man. That we we had a few of those types, you know what I mean? Right. Like you were the Beanie Kelly's running around wreaking havoc in the community right. that everybody knew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. right. Go ahead. Yeah, and uh, you know, the thing it, it, it impacts us all. Um, we getting it firsthand in our community. And we we we're in the thick of it, and um, so of course everybody looks looks to the church, mm -hmm. 
the means and use per se for for something for right. whatever resources or giftings that God has placed in our hands our my responsibility and your responsibility is to utilize that in ways that uh, uh to be innovative because we know what is needed where we are and so but sometimes there are things that we can't do that leaves us dumbfounded because it it, it seems as if we ain't doing enough and one thing that helps me deal with it because i can get to a place where i feel so ineffective and uh just not being able to, you know, because of course you want to say the world, you are X-Men, you talk about comic books, you know, and so right. we, we feel like the mutants <laughs> right. on the other side of town who are different, you know, and they come out. So we, we ain't looked at as the, the guys who wants to help out, you know, we looked upon because they got a bad taste in the mouth from the pastors and men of God that they seen growing up who was you know running number houses and all that right. type of stuff and, you know and so now the stigma is on the black pastors that you know either we want the women or the money or the money or the women exactly. you know and that whichever order you want to shake that up in and so when we when we appear and people i was just explaining i was me and um one of the guys in the neighborhood were walking in the street a few months back and somebody that pulled up not and they was talking to someone else who was out and it was an older lady probably about she she looked probably in her 70s and she got out the car she went to cussing and cussing and cussing and uh and so the individual said you that, that's the pastor right there and and the older lady looked turned around and said we cuss and went right back at it and you said something to, to on the level of you know re respect and uh uh, um, of who I, it didn't bother me. I could be around that stuff all day. It don't affect me. Right, right. I remember when that's right. There was such preachers were held to such a high, high um, standard or view, high view in the eyes of people who didn't go to church. They just that's right. Wouldn't. They would say, "Excuse me" or "I'm sorry," but I, they look back and say, "We cuss," and went right back at it. We I laughed. We come out hood. They were, they were hot. Put that bottle down. Right. The pastor coming through. Now, right. you know, the fire blown up. Uh, right. Hit the, hit the rock. Right. Or, or, yeah. You know. Lawlessness. You know. Right. And so they don't endure. The, the things of God has become less and less relevant thanks to the world system. Because of course we all know this is no secret. The world system is is making making the atmosphere conducive to anything. So right. therefore, like you were saying, you know, people to hollering about, you know, is my truth or your truth? But back to the matter at hand, there is no my truth or your truth. There is the truth. And when we coming with the truth, looking like you and I looking, what I mean, um, the, we don't look like the average bishop. Right. That's right. And so therefore, we we come with a different angle because this is just who we are. We raised. We raised up in it, but however, on when you know how a child, when a baby is born, a baby can uh, going through the birth canal can contact contract certain diseases passed on from the parent, from the mother, through, through just simply going through the birth canal. However, 
we what we got passed on to us through the through the birth canal into ministry we got passed on to us uh, uh, some some headaches sure did. that wasn't resolved and right. now this is a time where you know it's it's we can't retire that's right that's right we can't retire because this stuff is on our shoulders and and some people may say well you asked for it or you didn't have to come into ministry true you know but nevertheless i didn't have to i could have told god no i still have been a son but i said yes and i'm still a son but i'm a son walking out what he's called me to walk out so i'm trusting him to do in us what he called us to do but there's sometimes and you can testify to this there's sometimes when i want to get in the corner and shut the world off yes sir because of what we see and because there's no laborers among us we've got a few every now and then and so when you have to maneuver and move your your, your what you call your pieces around you know mm -hmm. to fit certain things that you got available you know um and still everybody would still come back the church ain't doing nothing yep that's right not, not, and it's our babies that we are trying to save per se from the from the murk of the world system but we do what we got to do what we got to do man i'm going myself you know not you know um to um holler at some schools and you know what can i do just what can i do period and um put me put, give me a mop sub if i could just holler at a couple of guys and uh young young girls and you know but that, that's where I met with it, man, and it's it's been high time. I know y'all have been doing that, and but I'm uh, I'm to that place now where I'm not waiting for God to send somebody in. I go, they just catch up when you exactly. I, I was wait, praying. I remember a season we were praying for help, praying that mm -hmm. God send some men, praying that He send some laborers, and uh, I remember. I talked about this in the message last week when Moses was down praying when the Egyptians, um, Pharaoh and the, and the Egyptians were, were pursuing the children of Israel. And Moses down there praying. God said, boy, get up, get, stop praying and get to moving. Get to moving. Start moving. Right. And once the children of Israel start moving, the, right. oh God, the Red Sea then opened. But had they not moved and stayed there for Japan, they they would have went to paradise, I believe. But they would have died. <laughs> they would have went to the they would have went to the river, not the not not the journey. <laughs> they they got their first flight. Right. So and it's true. Like you said, man. You know that, that there was a video that went viral. I think there's a school in I think it's Louisiana where man they they were having these these fights man and now in the schools when they had these fights you're talking about 20 20 people fighting cuffs, i mean just and uh a group of men took notes and said we're dead we're all dads we need to we need to do something we need to be seen the men and so they started showing up dads dad something and they're there and um man I, I thought it was awesome and so like everything you know when we see stuff we oh we gotta you know first thing we do is like when uh peter james and john was on the mount of transfiguration with jesus 
and uh, you know, it's a vision of uh, Elijah and uh, Moses and Peter because he was caught in the moment. Let's let's come on. Let's 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 build a tabernacle, right? He he was caught in the moment, not realizing what was really happening, and so. Um, I think so many people get caught up in the moment here when they see stuff like that and, oh, we need this for, for Lenore County and Kinston, which we do. And they were tagging me, but here's where I am with it. I didn't respond, not because I didn't respect the people that tagged me, but because as being boots on the ground with stuff for so many years, I know what it takes. So if you're not consistent, if you're not committed and you're not courageous, I'm not going to start nothing with anybody who's going to come for the camera ops, the photo shoot, and then you don't show up again. Because when you're dealing with kids, one thing they look for is consistency. Breeze told me something years ago uh, when we was doing a pop-up church in Carver Courts. He said the church, he said, the, the, the hood don't trust the ch church because the church has given too many broken promises. I never forgot that, Corey. So anything that we do, if I can't get a team that's going to be consistent, I won't do it at all. Right. Well, I'll do it. it myself. That's it. That's you, it. you understand what I'm saying? That's it. That's right. And so in our latest um, endeavor, bringing our youth enrichment program, Carver Court, you know, I reached out to you, and and I know you with it, but I know why you couldn't at the moment. I, right. I, and I understand. Right. But honestly, there was no other church I could think of in Kinston that would, that had, that number one, would care, right. or that had the people that would be courageous, consistent, and committed. Right. So I had to reach out to our brethren that don't look like us. Mm-hmm. And they were straight to it, ready to go, ready. What you need, See? where you need us, when. See? See? Right. And they're right. already out there building right. relationships with the parents, right. building relationships with the kids. Mm -hmm. And they don't have a natural offensive right. interest in that community, right. in the natural. Right. Their kids right. don't go to school right. uh, where right. our kids go to school. Right. They don't live down there. Right. So That's that beautiful. Brings, that brings my next point. Yeah. Yeah. Um. How do I how do I want to word this? It seems to me that when things happen, we we jump on so many bandwagons as a community. But we are mute and silent when it comes to our housekeeping, house cleaning issues. Yeah. And, and I'm not talking about you know, cleaning up your, your room. I'm talking about things that we need to address ourselves in our communities. Right, right, right. You know, nobody wants to have that conversation. Uh, we want to blame, we want to defund the police, blame the police. Of course, there are some rogue police officers that right. need to be held accountable. I, but I believe on a larger scale, I don't believe that's the case. No, it's, it's not. I can say that because I don't believe, I don't know nobody that's had right. more run-ins with the police than me. 
Right. Right. I don't know too many people that arrested more time. Right. Right. So I can speak from experience. Right. Yep. You understand right. what you know my soul. Yeah, exactly. But the, you know, this, the people that we to blame. They, they ain't never had no runnings with the police. <laughs> right. But but they easy to blame. Yeah, they easy to blame. Because you ain't never you ain't never been in a dungeon. You ain't never been in multiple jails, incarceration. Right. You yeah. ain't never stood before uh superior court judges. Right. You know what I mean? I have. Exactly. Right. So I, I can I can speak the language. Yeah. But I, there, there are things that need to be addressed, and, and, and we need to hold ourselves accountable. Right. Parents first. Right. Right. For the things that we allow our kids to engage in, the music that we allow our kids to hear, mm -hmm. from the, right. the places we let our babies go and sleep over, and you don't know right. nothing about how right. they go into right. all of that plays a part. And forming the the, the the young people that we see today. Right. That's right. That's right. And um and, and even on, on top of that, you know, um is I, I heard you say something and it was funny, but it was so true. Is that uh we no more marches. No more marks. We, you know, it's just engagement. Nobody else. What can I do? That's that's the best, you know, somebody put that in my ear, but that's the best you could do is to offer where can you fit in to do something. And right. uh I'm sure that's a lot, you know, but where they put me, hey, that's gonna be one less um item. Or, or one item that they can cross out because you know you i'm gonna be committed to it because of course no we don't start anything that right. or start a program or anything that it's not gonna uh, uh carry on with consistency and uh you know people fall off after a, a couple of weeks and i you know so this thing you got to be all in so I, what i'm learning is you got to show it you got as leaders the number one definition I always give for leaders, we go first. We go first. We go down with the ship. Right. If the ship we're right. There you go. When COVID, when COVID shut, when they shut down, I let the folk know, look, I'm not expecting you guys to come to the church. Right. I'll be there. I'll be there. Right. That's it. Now, if you won't come, right. I'm not making nobody come. That's right. If you want to come, come. Right. I said, but I'm, 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 I'll be there. I'll be there. Right. And and um, you know, I just like for instance, I told you know, I told the praise team, look, you, when when you get up and and you begin to sing, you don't you don't sing to get people to worship. No, you see, you go out and worship, and they follow. That's what makes you a leader. That you go first. You That's go good. first. You can't be up singing, looking there, asking people to come on, come on, come on. No, you simply go and get lost and they'll follow you, you know. And so that's that's what we do, man. And uh we can't be hiding like who was it? Saul, King Saul, the first yeah. king of Israel. Uh, they, they for him, he was hiding in the stuff, you know, <laughs> breaking behind church cans. 
man, look, you, you, they get ready to give you the crown. God already told you. And they had to go find you hiding amongst the stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, let them know right there. Okay, this this started out wrong, you know. It so, started out wrong. Right, right. It was responsibility I, is tremendous. How do you, how do you feel um with things that's happening like I know the media plays a big part, like even with all of the shows, uh, it's almost like it's playing. Like all of the shows that everybody loves have a reoccurring from Power, the Power Book 2, mm -hmm. to Raising Canaan, to the BMF series, uh, to all of Tyler Perry's stuff. Right. Uh, homosexuality, drug dealing, uh, loose sex, mm -hmm. um, and it's pumped into our community and we love it. But once you- Along with the music. Yeah. Once you're numb to it, you're numb to it. That's what I was going to hear. So we are desensitized. Right, right. It's the norm, you know. Norm. You know the titles they give to it, like for instance, adultery. You know they, where, where they, they're sleeping together or having an affair. That that don't sound bad, you know. They they, right. don't, they having an affair, an affair that don't seem like too bad. An affair. <laughs> it, it, no, they don't so, call it that now. They call it entanglement. Entanglement. Okay, look, yeah, that's a that's a teaspoon of honey to go with my stuff. I appreciate it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I got it's a bit of pill, but since you put the honey on it, you know, I can take it with ease. So, and we we have a habit in this country of uh, uh, of uh, taking the edge off of everything, so won't nobody be offended. You know, right, right. And, and so, when you lose the edge, you you lose the the you lose the effectiveness of the rescue. When you take the edge off it, you know, because now it ain't it ain't so bad. I don't need to be rescued. And so, or your type or me type come in and say, look, this is look, this is gonna hurt you for the rest of your life if you continue in in these patterns. But yet, that they're so acceptable in the world, you know. I'm lying, or I just don't know. I'm out of the loop. So you know, and. and, and but I, I see God still, yeah, yeah, I still see God because one thing I know is that, and I, we, we've spoken on this all the, speak on this all the time, no, we're not called to save the world. The world gonna do its thing. However, right. we are called to introduce people to the one who can save them from this this system. But the system is, is being more and more conducive for everybody to fit in, the kumbaya, you know, the kumbaya type. Uh, world system, not just America, but world system, and, world. It, and it's, it's right. and it's sugar, it's it's honey coating the entire globe. You know, you're right, you're right, you're right. How how do you think? So, with it seemingly every year, it seems like we're going further down the rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. uh, and 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 I, I, at the same time, like I told you earlier. I believe the church is the answer. Uh, 
you know, I believe in prayer. You, you know I believe in prayer strongly. But at the same time, understanding that God, we are co-laborers together mm-hmm. with God. Right. So there are expectations that God has of us that he's already given us instructions in his word. Right. So something we don't have to, well, I gotta, you know, I think I gotta pray about it has right. become uh, just an excuse to say, I don't want to do it. Right. You know, right. I'm cool right. over here having my my revivals and my, you know, yeah, 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 my services, yep. but I'm, I'm oblivious to what's going on. How can you have a church in a community and be oblivious to what's going on around? How's that yeah. possible? It's possible because, um, Christians, for the most part, generally speaking, don't know how to discover what their the world said niche, but what their call is. And I always lay it out when I'm speaking to on an individual basis. Um, whatever breaks and bless your heart at the same time, that's what God has called you to do. And you don't got to dig deep to understand that because it's right. unique to you. It's, and and, and it, it blesses you, but it breaks your heart at the same time. That's where God has called you to. That's where you go to do what God has called you to do. That's how you find out uh, 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 the 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 uh, the direction. Your journey is going to consist of that. That's where you function, and it's and then you go you discover it. It may be hard discovering it. It may be hard to begin with, but you discover that you got some there's something about you that does that with with ease. You know, it's ease. You know, but it hurts. Mm-hmm. And it brings you so much joy as well, you know. I, I can definitely relate. Um, well, we got to wrap it up. Um, yeah. One more question. Um, and this is good, man. I definitely got to get you back. Um, this for part two. <laughs> Amen. Um, Amen. <laughs> maybe next week. Uh, we'll okay. Uh, right. But, right. Um, Just holler at me. You know. My last, my last question I want you to give language to is, how do you feel um, where does doctrine play a role in understanding being in a healthy church that teaches sound doctrine play a role in the trajectory of what's happening in the way. The church has always been the cornerstone of a community. That's right. And um, <clears throat> where I, I, let me say this, where we went, where we go south at is that we have neighborhoods with 35 cornerstones and ain't nothing being built on those cornerstones. And so therefore you have this flat, flat stuff that's taking up space, but it ain't adding to what God wants to be done in that entire community. And so we need to stack some of these cornerstones or move the cornerstones. No, you go over there, but however, this is what we're gonna do this way. And we're gonna send this over that way. You know, what's needed in your area, I got because God provides for 
what where he got you he provides the body of Christ every the ligaments secrete the the the, the, the power and the the, the, the know-how into every last part of the body however nothing is being built by those secretions because everybody is zombified because they ain't taught right Woo! and so as long as i can get my three hallelujahs and backflip in oh won't church good today but when you leave out and you got to go past destruction and death that you see every day that truly breaking your heart and you feel hopeless or helpless you know it, it changes perspective later for that i didn't jumped enough to be to the moon by now in church so therefore well like i just say she'll improve but doctrine is the key correct doctrine correct doctrine quit trying to get people to be millionaires and to be fortune 500 uh, uh, uh company owners and get them to see what their purpose for being planted where they are is. We try to move out. We we try to go to the next level where things are better. No, no, we serve from the bottom up. Jesus served right. from the bottom up. You know, right. you don't. You need a hammer and a towel in your hand. Mm. No, we try. We try to get. You know, we we just want a big building and and everybody. You know, the film crews to see. You know, and then you know. Uh, uh, some handing somebody a, a million dollar check and stuff like that that stuff is played out the world know that that stuff is ain't nothing to it you know however when you're building the people up on correct doctrine they're gonna fall in they're gonna fall into place of where god is telling taking them because they got a proper understanding they learn god right everything else go fall in place and doctrine is the key correct doctrine not this uh whatever that stuff they this oodle noodle stuff with chicken flavor no <laughs> hey man i look you out with a bang i got in with that look i love you man uh i always love your wisdom and and how you expound on things um uh, definitely we're gonna do a part two next week thank you so All much right. for your time i no know problem. i appreciate you um saint mark cd's uh, uh, what is it? Hands for Community. Hands for Humanity. Hands for Humanity uh, Community Development Corporation. Yes. Um, they have uh, the food bank. Um, it operates what six days a week? Six days a week. Six days. What's the address? One One Thousand Thirteen Atkins Street. One Thousand Thirteen Atkins Street. Um, or matter of fact, on the church site, if you can find One Thousand Nine Bright Street where the church at, the community center is on site. Is the community center clothing, food, uh, what else? Uh, we were we we were doing furniture, but we're not doing that anymore. So for right now, it's clothing and um, food. Clothing and food. So yes. um, look, man, keep up the good work. And Likewise. Uh, until next time, um, hey, stay encouraged, stay on the wall, but then hold the line. Likewise, you All too, right. man. Get this word out there, man. Appreciate you. Yes, sir. All right. Peace.